Hello and welcome to Firefighters from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Five bells. Stand by all stations. Attention, all districts. Five alarm fire. Five bells. Move in immediately. That's it. Let's roll. Let's go. Firefighters! Presenting Firefighters. The true-to-life story of our unsung heroes who stand ready to ride by day or night against our most murderous enemy, the Demon of Fire. In just a minute, we'll move to the manager's office in the movie theater where Tim Collins, rookie fireman, is up against the hardest duty he has ever had to face. As you remember... All the evidence in the case of the dangerous false alarms appears to point to Tim's brother Jimmy as the guilty person. The investigation by Chief Cody of the fire department is coming to its climax. But before we bring you the details, here's something you'll want to hear. Let's go, firefighters! Ruby Dolan, standing in the lobby outside the manager's office at the movie theater, has just admitted to Mrs. Collins and Trudy that his mother has demanded he come back to the theater with strict orders to find a mysterious something he lost during the excitement that was caused by tonight's false alarm. Droopy hangs back, but Mrs. Collins insists that he knock on the door of the manager's office and claim his property. Meanwhile, inside that office, Tim Collins confronts Chief Cody, and his own brother, Jimmy. You see, Chief, I know one family with a boy in it who had a pair of red and green knitted gloves just like this one. Before the false alarm, the night of the blizzard, he had a complete pair. And afterwards, the left-hand glove was missing? Oh, gosh, Tim, if you only let me tell what really happened... Uh, Don't interrupt him, boy. Go on, Collins. I don't want to go on, but... Well, Chief Cody... Tonight, this same boy had the right-hand glove before the false alarm was pulled here in the theater. Yes, yes, we've been over all that. We have both gloves. There's the one we found tonight, right there on the manager's desk. But now we've got to find the guilty boy. Well, Chief, I'm... I'm afraid the culprit is right here in this room. In here with us? Jimmy, haven't you anything to say? Oh, Tim, I... I don't know what to say now. You'd only let me tell you before when we were alone, but... What is all this? Collins, you're not accusing Jimmy. You better let me handle this, Chief. Jimmy, tonight before we left home, you had a red and green knitted glove for the right hand. The only one left of the pair Aunt Ellen ordered from the mail order house and gave you for Christmas. Is that true or isn't it? Gosh, Tim, you know it's true. All right. After we got the crowd calmed down, Chief Cody found a glove out in the passageway near the box where the false alarm was pulled. 
A red and green knitted glove for the right hand. True. Here it is on the manager's desk. Now, Jimmy, if you're not guilty, you still have your own glove in your possession. If you don't have that glove, well, you might as well throw yourself on the mercy of the chief. Here, look at this. Another glove. It's mine. It's my glove. It's been in my pocket all the time. Oh, Jimmy! Oh, even if you never forgive me for suspecting you, I, I'm the happiest man in the fire department tonight. Yo! <laughs> well, here now. Easy, Collins. We still haven't caught the real criminal, oh. you know. Uh, uh, hold it. There's somebody at the door. Oh, I'll answer it, Chief. I gotta see the manager. Are you the manager, mister? Well, no, the manager isn't here. Anything I can do? Yeah, Gee, I Cody, that's the kid I told you about. That's Droopy Dolan. Oh, what a nickname. It just fits in the way he is. But, Chief, don't you remember? Oh, that's the boy who spoke to you in the lobby of the theater tonight? The one who said something was going to happen, and then it did. The false alarm was rung in. Well, maybe this is just the break we need in this case. Now, Jimmy, don't let him see you. Where can I Quick, hide? the manager's washroom. Get in there, Jimmy, and don't make a sound. Okay. <clears throat> well, <clears throat> what's the trouble here? Somebody want to see me? Uh, here's a young man wants the lost and found, uh, uh, Mr. Cody. Well, bring him in. Yeah, says he lost something in the theater tonight during the panic. Uh, Chief, that's the fellow I grabbed in the dark, the one that was yelling fire. I know his voice. Now don't let on. Just follow my lead. Well, come on over here, son, and let's hear the story. Oh, gosh, I, I don't want to make no trouble. I, I, I wouldn't have come, only my mother, she made me, and... Well, I, I guess I'd better go now. Huh? Oh, now, now, what's your hurry? What was it you lost in the theater tonight, huh? Well, I... Oh, what's a use? I only had one. I lost the other a long time ago. <laughs> only my mother, she don't know I lost it. She thinks I still got the pair. I see. She thinks you still have uh, a pair. Mm -hmm. I, I never told her, see. So when I come home and she wants to take and wash them... Well... Mm -hmm, I get it. Uh, what did you say it was you lost? Uh, what's the odds? I'll tell the old lady I asked Mr. Uh, Mr. Cody, is it? Hmm. And they wasn't found yet. And... Hey, what do you know? There it is. Uh, oh, <laughs> this glove here on the desk? Yeah, sure, that's it. Gee, what a break. Uh, you said it. What a break for the fire department. Hold it, Collins, not yet. What's that guy talking about? Hey, your glove. Uh, you say this is your glove? Listen, it's the one my mother ordered from the mail order house. She picked it out in the catalog her own self. And, uh, and that's why she burns up when it gets lost. Then you can identify this glove as your property, can you? Oh, I guess I can, all right, all right. <laughs> look, look. Here, when I shake the glove, you see that dust? Hey, a cloud of fine black dust. Uh, Mr. Cody. Say, smells like... Well, this glove is impregnated with soft coal dust. Yeah, you said it, soft coal. My mother's always beefing about that coal dust. Ah, well, what's the odds? She's always beefing about something. I don't pay her no money. Oh, fine way to talk about your mother. You ought now, to hold have it, your... Collins. Now, as far as I'm concerned, boy, you've practically proved ownership to this glove. Okay, then I'll be going. Uh, just a moment. Uh, Jimmy. Yes, sir? Collins, what are you doing here? What are you snooping into my business, poor Jimmy Collins? Never mind that. Jimmy, you know this fellow. Have you ever seen him wearing gloves like this? Yes, sir, I have. He wore those gloves to school right after Christmas. Yeah, so what? It ain't any crime wearing gloves in cold weather. No, but it's a crime to ring in false alarms. And it's a crime to spread panic by yelling fire in a public place like this movie theater. Well, I, I never done it. I don't admit nothing. You've admitted enough. I charge you with maliciously and knowingly ringing in false alarms. No, no, I, I never... I, I, I won't do it again, honest. 
Just give me a chance. You'll be handed over to the police for prosecution. My heart goes out to your father and mother, boy. The law must take its course. Well, all's well that ends well. Oh, uh, by the way, can I drop you people anywhere, as long as I have my car? Thank you, no, Chief Cody. We're almost home. I'm going to march my family off to bed before anything else happens. Oh, uh, there's just one point I don't understand about this case. Oh, what's that, Chief? Well, how did your brother Jimmy lose his glove uh, the night of the blizzard? How about it, Jimmy? Oh, do I have to tell? Jimmy's ashamed. Jimmy's ashamed. Oh, I am not. It's just, well, that night, remember I went to the movies with Trudy and... Well, she met some other girls, and... And Jimmy was throwing snowballs at us, and we chased him and washed his face with snow. Oh, I tripped, and then's when I lost my glove. And we made him yell, Uncle. <laughs> and, oh, Mommy, there were only six of us girls. Oh. <laughs> well, well, now, don't laugh at Jimmy too hard. Now, Jimmy was a big help in clearing up this case, you bet. And, uh, you know, I think we'll need him in the fire department one of these days. Just like my Tim following in his father's footsteps. Oh, oh, yes, yes, that reminds me. Uh, Tim. Uh, yes, sir. As you know, your class of probationers, that is, you fellows who went through training school together... Yes, sir. ...are up for permanent appointment to the fire department. Oh, yes, sir. I, I've, I've been waiting for my notice in the mail, sir. <laughs> yes. Well, I have nothing to do with that. But I understand those notices were mailed today. What? Tim, then you'll know tomorrow. You'll know for sure that you've been appointed as a fireman. <laughs> well, it, it's never sure until you have your notice in your hand. But uh, <clears throat> if you get it, son, come in and see me at headquarters, huh? Uh, yes, sir. All right. Well, good night, all. Good, good night. night, Chief Cody. Good night, Chief. Gee. If I get my appointment. Golly, if I get it. Oh, good grief. Now now I, I won't sleep a wink all night. Now, what do you suppose Chief Cody meant by that if? All along, Tim has counted on getting his permanent appointment on the fire department. And he was sure he was in line for it when Chief Cody called all available men to special duty the night of the blizzard a few weeks back. But now, Chief Cody says if. Well, there's only one sure way to find out what happens next. Be sure to listen to our next true-to-life episode of The Firefighters. In just a moment, Chief Bob Cody will tell you boys and girls how you can help the firefighters in your own hometown. But first, here's a message. And now, Chief Bob Cody with a special assignment for all junior firefighters. Chief Cody. Hello, boys and girls. This is Chief Cody again. And here's your special assignment. Attention, please. You are to make yourselves familiar with the operation of the alarm box nearest your home. Study the directions on the box until you know just what to do in case of emergency when you must call the fire department. Now, here's the rest of your assignment. Do not touch. Don't touch the fire alarm box except when you need to call for help. And if you know anybody who thinks it's fun to ring in false alarms, warn him to stop before he gets into serious trouble. Tell him how dangerous it is to us firefighters and to the whole neighborhood when some foolish person rings in a false alarm. 
Well, that is all, and thank you, firefighters. Fire Chief Cody and the young rookie fireman Tim Collins will be back tomorrow at the same time on the same station when you hear... That's it. Let's roll! Let's go! Firefighters! Firefighters is written by Frank Jones and is a copyrighted feature of William F. Holland Productions.